This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. My favorite murder, the Minnesota episode. The Minnesota episodes. It's the tiniest of all episodes in Minnesota. <laughs> Little cute one. Little ones where we read you your tiniest emails that you've sent to us. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Do you want to read them hometown or want me to? Oh, read sure. Start? This is pretty good. The subject line is, my mom survived Cleveland in 1978. (laughs) (laughs) Greetings and salutations to all humans and animals associated with the MFM brand. Well done. My sister introduced me to your podcast six months ago. Ever since, I've been nothing but binge listening, laughing out loud at work, and checking every closet in my apartment when I get home at night. Uh, I grew up outside Cleveland, as did both my parents, and my mother worked at a convenience store in Willowick, Ohio, mm. called Lawson's when she was in her early 20s. It could be Willowick. It could be Willowick. It could be. Off for all of them. Willowick. Willowick. One night in 1978, uh, she was closing up the store with her coworker, Bonnie, because it was 1978. Bonnie. Everyone's name was Bonnie. Why aren't there Bonnies anymore? There is a Bonnie Conover who I went to grammar school with, and she still lives in Petaluma, and I we talk to each other on Twitter. But she's had that name forever. I want a new Bonnie. She's the original. Oh, you want a new baby I Bonnie? I want like a Bonnie that was born in the 2000s. We, if you have a Bonnie born in the 2000s, we'd love to see a picture of her. Yeah. Steven. Even if it's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> a bunny. A bunny named Bonnie? Oh, also we oh. love pictures of bunnies. <laughs> a bunny named Bonnie. We, if you have a picture of a bunny named Bonnie that's one of those really big ones. Oh. That, like, that's like the size of it's a like sixth a grader. It's like a hair, yes. not a rabbit so actually we just want we just want the one picture (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. bonnie the bunny that's huge please that's got to be a hashtag (laughs) okay uh okay so bonnie and the mom are at the willowick lawson's okay uh they're closing up when two men come in Mm. wearing black trash bags from head to toe <gasps> my mom says that she initially thought it was two neighborhood teens that would come in from time to time to pl- uh, trying to play a prank on them Cute. because it was 1978 one of the men was holding a revolver and ordered my mom and bonnie to open the register and safe and then lay down face down on the floor with their mm. hands at their sides they emptied the cash register and then stepped over the women to get to the safe the whole time my mom was silent while bonnie was hysterically praying out loud oh, bonnie <laughs> keep it down bonnie be cool <laughs> Uh, at some point said quietly to my mom that she was, quote, glad she had already mopped the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Just handle it like a Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie. Um, they Handling st- <laughs> it like a Bonnie is a new one. They stayed like that until they heard another customer come in asking if anyone was in the store. Apparently, the two men had left out the back exit oh. while the ladies were up front laying on the 
recently mopped floor. The police were called, but as far as my mom can remember, no one was ever arrested for the robbery. She and Bonnie got a whopping $25 each from Lawson's. What? Because they SSD'd <laughs> during the incident. $97 today in today's money. Lauren. Wow. <laughs> That's hilarious. Lawson's give them the full hundred. Lawson's. They really took one for you. They took one for the team. Bucks. I think nowadays you there's like, we well, just in Los Angeles, but I think there's like a, a, a victim of a violent crime fund that you like because I, I knew a girl who got held up at gunpoint at like a salon she worked at like wow. she was a receptionist and they were, she was closing up and got held up at gunpoint and like got all this money and she was just like I'm traumatized so I don't yeah. know what to do with this it feels wrong oh you know well yeah the, everything about that would be so hard yeah. because you lived and it's okay and but then yeah. it's not okay but I think she used it to go to beauty school and then became a, a a talented hair stylist herself fuck yes yeah Yeah. so good for her i mean bad things are seeds that bear fruit into good things (laughs) what good good fruit you know that good good fruit yeah grapefruit the best fruit (laughs) great great grapefruit the greatest eat it with bonnie um that is a very 70s fruit (laughs) grapefruit with a maraschino cherry Mm -hmm. in the center come on dieters um well here's another gas station one mm. i survived because i had to pee <laughs> dear karen georgia Stephen, and cachet of critters nice i'm not sure if you're all doing i survive stories but who could resist one where a pea-sized bladder saves the day <laughs> back in my mid-20s i had construction job where i ran a crew of 15 guys where we traveled all over and were in a different city or state every couple of weeks as the leader of this motley crew i was responsible to arrive at our hotels ahead of time to make sure that the hotel had enough rooms blah 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 blah, blah. i spent many hours in my car alone crisscrossing the states usually on the same highways as a precaution to stay sexy and not get murdered I tried to make stops at the same places as often as I could so I know my surroundings. Uh, on this particular day, I pulled into one of my usual gas stations and made my typical run to the restroom. Uh, I had a sense of something not being right. Lots of cars with no people in sight, but my urgency was so great, I ignored it. I plowed through the front doors, uh, and as I turned towards the corridor that led to the restrooms, I heard a man yell, Stop right there! I didn't even acknowledge him and kept going. Yes, yes. Let me break in just to say, just because someone's yelling doesn't mean you have to respond or be a part of it in any way. Yes. Yelling can also mean get the fuck out of there. Yes. Okay. He yelled stop again and replied, uh, and I replied with a fuck you as I (laughs) entered the locked door. It entered and locked the door. As I dropped my pants with much relief and when I suddenly heard pounding on the restroom door and heard that same voice yelling at me to come out. Once again, I responded with a fuck you. I hurried up and when I finished the door, opened the door only to find myself face to face with an angry man who pointed a gun straight in my face. He grabbed my arm, forcing me in front of him and told me to walk to the front of the store. Well, that sense of something not being right was actually me walking smack dab into the middle of an armed robbery at the gas station. <laughs> And all the customers and employees, except the one, uh, were, except one were being held in the back room with one employee opening the cash registers as I burst into the door. Oh, shit. Fear not, as this has a happy ending, obviously, since I'm the one sending this tale to you. As the robber was distracted, trying to round me up, the clerk behind the counter had time to hit the silent alarm, and as luck would have it, there were police nearby. As the robber forced me to the front of the store, we were met with four policemen pointing guns, and dude gave up without a fight. Uh, his accomplice decided to rob the gas station with empty... He and his accomplice decided to rob the gas station with empty guns. Um, so... 
Okay. After giving my statement to the police and receiving some free snacks and drinks, I was on my way and on to more adventures. Oh, and by the way, while I was at this job, I survived five hotel fires, staying at a haunted hotel reminiscent of The Shining, almost sliding off the side of a mountain during an ice storm, almost being dumped and crushed in a garbage truck while dumpster diving, and trudging through 12 inches of snow on crutches. What? Proud to be a murderino, Nicole. Fuck, Nicole. That was so enjoyable. I'm so into... We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. When people yell across a room at you and mm-hmm. you just are like, not doing that. I don't need to... I don't need to respond to your urgency. Yeah. I used to do that in when you hang out with comics, as you know, too. When you hang out with comics, they like to do across the room bits a lot mm. of the time. It's like if there's more than eight comics at a bar, people start yelling within 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and anytime anyone's done that to me, I yell back. I don't do room bits. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't don't yell across yeah, this fucking Because you bar. want people to know what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Listen, and your emergency is not my emergency. So if it's your emergency, you can come over and tell me. Well, and also... She had to pee, which is priority number one. We've all been there. You have to do it. And if you, yeah, you can't just control people with your voice. Also, what a great, like just a drop of chaos in the middle of what they thought, like this will be our perfectly planned robbery. And this girl just fucking runs in. She's like, this doesn't feel right. Anyway, (laughs) I have to pee. I've fucking been there, man. I got it. You never ask a gas station if you can pee. You just go straight for it. now I've recovered memory of when you disappeared in that store. <laughs> God, that scared me. That's what I was thinking about the whole time. Uh, okay, go. Okay. The subject line of this email is, my d- best friend's dad was Mary Vincent's lawyer. <gasps> Holy shit. Come on. Hello, MFM boss ladies, pod producing guru, and plethora of pets. Oh. <laughs> Um, over the long weekend, my best friend came home to visit from New York. We met up in Orange County. Hey. Ha- and Sorry. Ended up- <laughs> Beige apologies all around. <laughs> and ended up having dinner with her parents at one of our favorite spots. I've always yeah. known her dad was a badass lawyer, but I've never really asked about his cases because I didn't want to sound too intrusive. While at dinner, he told us that he recently had a meeting to talk about one of his most high-profile cases, a case where a young woman had her arms chopped off. <gasps> I swear I must have looked like a crazy person in this tiny restaurant when I squealed, oh my God, was it Mary Vincent? And indeed, indeed it was. Shit, I have chills right now. Right? Her dad went on to tell me that he represented Mary pro bono throughout her case against her attacker and even went with Mary in front of Congress <gasps> advocating for the No Second Chances for Murderers, Rapists, or Child Molesters Act of 1998. Amazing! How fuck? I've never heard of that. That's I have fucking chills. So cool. I'm like, I'm saying I've never heard of that. And I'm like, did I say it in my story? You might have. Um, that's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when we returned to their home after dinner, he showed me photos of him and Mary speaking before Congress, and he told me about how Mary used to babysit my best friend, and how her sons and my best friend loved to play together as kids. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. I am still blown away by the fact that I have such a close connection with someone who knows Mary. It shows how small the world is, but it also put, puts things back into perspective that these horrific things happen to real people, and while it's so depressing, it's so important to highlight these awful things so that we can try to prevent them from happening again in the future as a 25 year old angelino i have to thank you both from the bottom of my heart for confirming my love for true crime isn't weird my neuroses are valid and the constant reminder to lock my doors all the best taylor <laughs> taylor such a good email taylor oh, that was amazing yeah that's very cool um I, if you taylor yeah 
took a picture of the picture of Mary Vincent. Or I bet Stephen could find one. I'd love yeah. to see a picture of Mary Vincent testifying before Congress. I would too. That's I just the fact that she did that so badass. It's so unbelievable. incredible. And what a great fucking law that should absolutely always be passed. Yes. Fuck you. Murderers, rapists, and child <laughs> molesters. No, unless you're one of those three things. Oh then um, no, that's it's a very special hundredth episode. Um, <laughs> here to tell you about my clean. past. <laughs> okay, this is called when a beauty school student en- encounters a serial killer. Okay, greetings all. My name is Sarah, and I live in San Diego. I actually just got tickets for your January San Diego show for Christmas a couple days ago, and I'm so excited. I'll be going with my mom, who this story is about. Guess what? It happened last week. The, the other day, it was so much fun. It was really, really good. Except San Diego. We could feel her presence. We could. Even though I was born and raised in San Diego, half of my childhood was spent driving up the California coastline and spending entire summers in Northern California, north north of Napa Valley, where my mother is from. Uh, It sounds like Petaluma to me. I'm sorry. What's up? She had quite a few (laughs) crazy stories about her time in Northern California. And my favorite one is this. When my mother was 17 or 18 years old, she went to beauty school in Napa Valley. It was a small school that was located on a small one-way street. And if you've ever been to a beauty school, you know that nine times out of 10, they have a huge one of those huge glass windows that are floor to ceiling so people walking by could look in see a student doing hair and possibly come in <laughs> as a three-month beauty school dropout i agree with you all know of this. You're, you get this i'm here to corroborate this what did you learn did you learn anything that you still remember uh, a little bit i learned learned how to finger do finger waves because it was the 1920s apparently <laughs> and they've never updated their beauty school shit right it's, it's start some, with the basics right and then just a little bit i can still cut my bangs pretty pretty well but oh, that's that's about it nice yeah um bu- 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 okay my mother was always positioned at the very last chair right next to the window well one day in the middle of a sunny afternoon what seemed like the entire napa valley police force and surrounding county's forces descended on this very small very tight little one-way street from all directions there were col- cars pulling up onto the si- sidewalks and sirens blaring across the street from the beauty school less than 40 feet from where my mother was standing next to the window there was a phone booth 20 minutes earlier, the Zodiac Killer had called the police from that phone booth. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) Needless to say, the police went in every shop and questioned all the people inside, but no one remembers seeing anything or anyone of significance. I always tease my mom that it it was the one lone male beauty school student who (laughs) snuck out the back door and went around to make the call. Maybe. She said that they have a scene similar to this scenario in Karen's favorite movie, Zodiac. Zodiac. Though that doesn't mean much since he was always calling and taunting police. So I'm sure that was an amalgamation of different phone calls. Looking forward to seeing you next month. Already happened. I can't wait to hear (laughs) what stories you come up with. Already did them. Did them. Always Sarah. Ugh. God, I don't know why that's so exciting to me. Because if she had looked up at the phone booth, which she probably did and just didn't, there was nothing. I was normal. It's a dude with a crew cut and those army issued black friend glasses. Right. How do you go? Amazing. Yeah. Write this down. Yeah. You wouldn't. Also, I'm thinking of the city of Napa in, she said it was the 70s, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So So it's like a tiny town. Tiny, like this is pre wine boom. So Napa is just another little burg over a hill. Yeah. Like it's not big at all. I just can't. I, it's like, I'm weirdly starstruck. It's not healthy. Okay. (laughs) That's what this podcast theme is. It's not healthy. (laughs) To be starstruck. To be starstruck.
There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made-in, made-in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye.
Trauma nurse, this subject line, sorry, is trauma nurse attempted murder story. Oh, dear. Trauma nurse attempted. I'm so tired that I can't read. (laughs) It's truly the tiredest it's ever been in here. It's fun. Hey, all. I'm finally caught up with all the episodes, and I'm surprised there aren't more stories from first responders or nurses. We had a little run there, but yeah, we haven't gotten a lot. Hey, listen. (laughs) What? You finally caught up, and then you're here to to give your complaints? (laughs) You're here to fucking say, here's, here's what is it? Here's what's lacking. Here's what's missing in your podcast. <sighs> um, I mean, thank you for all the feedback. We, we've <laughs> seen some shit. That's yes. very true. Yeah. And most of us have a dark sense of humor. Also true. So you better be fucking laughing at me attacking you. This story was a pivotal moment in my nursing career. I work in a trauma ICU. I had heard on the news earlier that day in a s- nearby small town, a man shot his ex-wife, her boyfriend, and his own daughter, mm. and that he was on the run. Thankfully, all three lived. Oh, good. Yes. Um, later that day, the police were um, on a high-speed chase with him and finally caught up. The shooter got out of the car, took his handgun, and shot himself in the head. Wow. He did it right in front of the local hospital. So they were able to keep him alive. And (gasps) and here's where I come in. Oh, my God. The man was stabilized at the local hospital and transferred to me in the ICU at a larger hospital. He had a a through-and-through gunshot wound to the head, so no chance of recovery. But there was a chance we could still harvest his organs. So I worked on this man to keep him alive all night. He was on the ventilator along with other medications to keep him alive. Those with a weak stomach... Cover your ears. Oh my God. Oh my God. We'll give you a cover your ears pause. Steven, cover your ears. Oh wait, his ears are already covered <laughs> with headphones. <laughs> he just burst into tears. Um, I can't cover them any more than I already have. <laughs> this is just one sentence. So you mute it for okay. five seconds or say la 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 really yeah. loud. Okay, go. This dude had brain matter coming out of his <gasps> nose. Ew. And we're back. Okay. I was trying to keep alive a motherfucker that had just tried to kill three people, including his own young daughter. <sighs> it was really a bizarre experience for me. That's nursing, though. You take care of the best people and the worst. Mm. A lot of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I read that so weird. That was amazing. A lot of the worst. <laughs> this man was not an organ donor on his license, but his next of kin, his older daughter, made the decision to make him an organ Said, donor. scrape that motherfucker clean. Yes. It was a small bit of justice that we were able to help people on the transplant list with his death. Please become an organ donor. I agree. Yes, please do. Um, We're still in email. That was not me. (laughs) me, But I agree. I won't go into too many details, but it is very rare that someone who passes in the hospital is even a candidate for organ donation. Love you guys and everything you do. Z. Amazing. It's such a good, that's such a good point. And then, you know, it, what took me so long, it, I was in my 20s when I became a donor and like just checked that little box. Yeah. Because I think everyone thinks of it as um, superstitious. You know, that thing of like, well, as soon as I do it, then I'm going to die. It's like, it's going to happen to me. Or it's oh. like, well, that doesn't exist. This world isn't even fucking real. Like <laughs> everything is fine. Just you're going to be it. a better person. Just put like click donor box. Yes. Nothing and is real. It, it, nothing's real. And also it just, um, there is a way you can be generous past. Right. Instead of standing around fearing your own death, you can look at it in a different way, maybe just briefly and be like, this could actually be, there are people who need spleens, eyeballs, and, uh, livers and kidneys and livers. Probably. I don't know. Everything. <laughs> and you know Organs. what else? It, it'll actually help your family after because they'll think of you pos- like not as an asshole as you were in your life. <laughs> 
don't know where it I'm going. It will make your family stop hating your those, guts. Those stories, your literal guts, because they'll be in someone else's fucking... They'll love, finally be able to love your guts. Those stories of people whose like, kid dies, and but they get the organs, and then they go, we gotta go meet the oh, person who amazing. has their son's heart. Unbelievable. <laughs> and it's like, that's real. Uh, yeah. That one video where the dad meets the, the boy with his daughter's heart uh, is like... It really is her, still her heart. I know. It's the most beautiful thing of all time. She lived with it for... Okay. Well, here's a good story. Mm. Actually, for this. My almost murder in the stairwell. Hi, Karen, Georgia, Steven, and furry friends. I work in an office building. You would normally need a key card for access. However, our floor was undergoing construction, so the security was lax, and there was a number of extra people coming and going for a few weeks. I should mention my mother has been embedding safety tips into my head since I was a teen. Mm -hmm. Don't take drinks from strangers. Be aware of your surroundings and parking lots. Don't wear a lanyard around your neck. Oh, just someone could grab it? I guess, yeah. And keep your keys in between your knuckles, etc., pay special attention to that last one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was leaving work one day and took the stairwell. One, because it was much faster than waiting on the elevator. And two, I sit at a desk all day and thought I should get a minute of exercise. And then she writes, ha. <laughs> I walked the floor fight flights down, noticed a middle-aged man at the bottom. I said, hi, excuse me, and monitor and motion for the door because he was blocking it. He looked up from his phone, gave me the most creepy look slash stare, and lunged forward towards me, putting his arms around me in a big bear hug. Uh Uh-uh. My instincts kicked in immediately. I need him in the balls as hard as humanly possible (laughs) and proceeded to stab him in the cheek with my fucking car key. (laughs) He yelped, started crying like a little girl, and yelled every obscenity possible at me. Fucking asshole. Yeah, you're yelling at her. Mm -hmm. As I ran back up the four flights of stairs in a panic, I got to the reception desk, told her to call security while I dialed 911. This was before I listened to the podcast, so my fuck politeness attitude was non-existence. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? You just beat the shit out of this guy. It was right there, baby. Don't you worry about your fuck politeness Well, then she says, looking back, my dainty excuse me was so stupid, I should have immediately turned around and went back upstairs when I saw someone I didn't recognize, but that's not true. I mean, no, you did. You You tried your best to be a human. It turns out this person wasn't. Yeah. And so you fucking defended yourself. Yeah. You were acting like how normal people act. Right. With normal people. Right. And even if you had gotten attacked and raped and hadn't fought him off, it's not, you didn't do anything wrong. I hate everyone so much. (laughs) Side note, had I not taken my car to work that day, I would have only had a key fob on my keychain. But because I drove my husband's car to work, I had a nice chunky key to stab that motherfucker with. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, stay sexy and don't get murdered. Please come back to Orlando soon. Love, Sarah from Florida. Oh, that's an amazing story. Uh, Also, the presence of mind just to go right for the balls. Yeah. In that, in that moment. Cause I think a lot of times you would just freeze up. Yeah. I, w- I know I would. I'm yeah. sure I would. Or they would be prepared for the need. That's what I always fear is that they're going to be like, I, you know, I imagine kicking someone in the dick daily. Oh. And I always imagine that maybe they'll be pre- prepared for it and block it. Be wearing a cup like from their <laughs> JV baseball team. That's right. Or be a eunuch. Or, <laughs> you know, then what are they doing? <laughs> Who are they, what Listen, are they doing this I live for? in Narnia, Just okay? To make- <laughs> in my mind. My imagination is insane. Don't forget you can gouge eyes also. Ooh, That's gouge something eyes. Someone, someone said recently because they said in they teach you this. Again, we have to do. Oh, my God. We have to do a, a self-defense class. Yes. But they say that you don't think of it because it's so extreme. Right. But if you have a free hand, go right for the, go the eyes, nose, put a, a finger, finger up, up the nose. nose. So is, yeah, poke someone in the eye, right? Yeah. Like, bink, 
That's you get to the t- eye tissue. You get up the nose. You do whatever you can invasively. Yeah. Don't don't be afraid to shove a key in an ear. <laughs> I feel like um I feel like a, a forehead to a nose bridge would be a great yes. So smack that motherfucker on the bridge of their nose. That's the Belfast Good Morning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I wish people greeted each other like that. Okay. A boom. In Narnia. <laughs> Classic headbutt in Narnia. Okay. Uh, send your us your stories at my favorite murder at Gmail. And, you know, yeah. And stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Goodbye. Goodbye.